Hello, this is Katherine Cunningham. Thank you for joining us for the Natural Intelligence Worldwide Podcast. The Amazon forest, literally the lungs of the planet, responsible for respiring 20% of the world's oxygen, was on fire most of the summer. Nearly 76,000 fires burned in the Amazonas this year, an increase of 84% from previous years. Thus, the light of world news has been for the past months on Brazil, and as fires burn in other countries like Bolivia, Greenland, Siberia, Greece, Spain, Turkey, France, Russia, and Indonesia, we are in heated discussions about the future management of our world's forests. Fires literally in my backyard these past weeks continue to bring home the climate reality that our communities may be more susceptible to fires in the coming years. Those of us in California living on the urban wildland interface can now empathize more and more with our Amazonas, Indonesian, and European friends in the forest. Homes, businesses, woodlands, coastlands, citrus, and aloe groves, vineyards, all were threatened again these past weeks in California fires. Yes, fire is a natural part of our ecosystems, but fires are burning hotter, longer, and more frequently under a new global warming normal. Coupled with increases in slash and burn agriculture, less regulation under present-day political regimes, it seems we can expect increases in fire danger, ecosystem loss, and air pollution globally. But this future is not determined, and we can be the masters of our own destiny. According to Francis Seymour, Distinguished Senior Fellow at WRI, World Resources Institute, we can choose to save the patient in the emergency room from bleeding to death. We can protect our intact forests globally. We can halt deforestation and reduce slash and burn agriculture. We can invest in restoration, and we can even convert a percent of our agricultural lands back to the forests. We just need the will to do it. I'm here with Francis Seymour, who is a former director of C4 and now working with WRI as an expert in avoided deforestation. She'd like to share with us her thoughts on the narrative, how it's evolved. I think one of the significant things that happened this week was the release of a report from the Food and Land Use Coalition that brought together the issues of land use change, agriculture, deforestation, nutrition, which on the one hand showed how all these issues are very much linked and how, for example, shift in diets can both promote public health as well as reducing pressure on the forests. But also it raised an intriguing possibility of our ability to actually take land out of agricultural production and give it back to nature if we choose wisely going forward. But it is a choice, and it's something that we've got to make right away, or else we're going to miss the chance. I was just in a session with the president of Colombia, and he was actually emphasizing not just the need to avoid deforestation, but actually to reforest, and so that this was going to be a part, a part of the agenda for the Colombian government. What would you have to say to the governments uh, across the Amazon in, in this regard to not, not just do no harm, but actually do good? Well, we clearly have to do both. I mean, it's like a patient in the emergency room. First, you stabilize the patient, you know, stop the bleeding. And so I really think that the first effort needs to be on maintaining the forest that we still have. But certainly part of the treatment for the damage that has already been done to the patient is to invest in restoration so that all the critical ecosystem functions that forests provide can begin to be restored. But job number one is protecting the intact forests that we still have, their wealth of biological diversity, their carbon storage and active sequestration, and all the other ecosystem services that they provide both globally and, and locally.
According to Marcelo Behar, corporate affairs officer at Natura, we can value a tree more standing than dead. Natura is the largest cosmetic company in Brazil, and they pride themselves on walking the integrated bottom line for people, planet, and profit. Embedded in their corporate culture are the values that the value of nature is both economic and ecologic. Natura believes that they and others can run their companies profitably while being responsible to nature. Let's listen in as Marcelo shares with us an example of the Akuba tree. I am here with Marcelo Bihalo Bihar, and he is the corporate affairs officer for Natura in Brazil. So tell us about Natura. What is Natura? What's your mission? What's your purpose and service to the world? Very good question. So Natura is a Brazilian-based company that has just turned 50 years. Now we formed a group called Natura & Co. with brands that are probably familiar to everyone who's hearing us, such as The Body Shop and Aesop. And Natura operates in Brazil with a business model that really takes the Amazon region as the basis of its activities. So we, we make products out of the biodiversity. We work with uh, 35 different communities in the Amazon region with over 5,000 people. By the way that Natura produces cosmetics, we assure that 1.8 million hectares of the forest are stand. And I think there is one case that it's interesting to tell how we operate, which is the case of a tree, a Brazilian tree that is called Ucuuba, which is a tree that used to be cut to produce broomsticks and roofs in Brazil. And we discovered through innovation and science that its fruits, they did have a tremendous hydrating power. So we could do a very specific cosmetic for hydration out of that and so with the value that the community used to pay for the tree we pay three times more for half of its fruits so now not only the extinction process is uh, stopped but it's being reversed so I think that's a practical way that we can operate and we can do business taking nature and taking biodiversity into consideration. Brilliant. So with the roots, do you extract something from the roots or is it a biomimic so you borrow the No, no, we extract it from the seeds of the tree. Yeah, we take half of the seeds and we extract uh, the principles out of it that can provide uh, the hydrating power for our cosmetics. With that, we we already operate half a billion dollars in business in the Amazon region and Natura is the biggest cosmetic company in Brazil and the biggest cosmetic company in many other Latin markets in, in the business model we operate. So, and now we are about to do the same with the other companies we operate with and we just announced that we are going to make a deal with Avon so that will be probably going to move the whole group towards a more sustainable way of doing business. And And actually the Avon model, the business model is one where you have an ambassador for your brand in one part of the world in one community and then she or he gathers their community around to essentially share the products that they have and then perhaps recruit another and from there this grassroots business model grows so that you have economic opportunity. Uh, really trickling throughout, almost like roots, like he was suggesting, throughout the, the community. I love the fact that you're really taking an opportunity to 
develop not only a product which helps avoid deforestation, but also one that gives back to the community. This business model of sort of an ecological solution, an economic solution, is That's, very powerful. Yeah, it is. And Natura operates exactly in the same way. So Natura operates in the direct selling model that is moving nowadays towards uh, what we call the social selling model. So we leverage uh, social media to help our, we call our consultants, so those who are connected to our network, to engage their communities as well and to get to know our business model so it can be replicated into other levels of their activities. So besides all the effort through environment, uh, environmental initiatives, we do also have some efforts into educational initiatives for the community so we can connect both initiatives towards building a new awareness and a new perspective on sustainable development. So that's Brilliant. our business model, yeah. I love that your framing is one that we're not just selling products. No, we're not. We're actually working to educate people on the natural world, the value of the natural world, the value of their own health, so connecting planetary health and personal health. And it feels to me that that's what's really advanced the environmental agenda is when we feel this connection our personal health to planetary health. Can you build on that narrative? Yeah, I think, I think this is crucial for the way we operate. So we connect. Nowadays, we have 1.8 million people in our network. And we not only inform about products and about services, but we also inform about the situation of... Uh, how the whole environmental crucial things we are facing. And now we are trying to shape also the communications towards what the private sector should be going to into COP25. So we are going to discuss climate into a different level. We are going to discuss how the world can tackle carbon and how we can really measure carbon. And so Article 6 of the protocol on climate will be discussed there. And I think there is a, a, a role that is very important to be played by both private sector and consumers that should be putting their governments and proposing questions around how the world is going to tackle that issue, how we are going to, to, to face the challenge. And so we are always trying to do at the same time advertising around products, but also around things that are important not only for the companies but for the world itself. That's brilliant. Well, thank you so much thank for your you so much. company. Thank you. According to Sonia Gujara, an indigenous activist and politician in Brazil who offers her wisdom in Portuguese, the natural intelligent path is very clear. It's a mind shift change that's necessary. In her words, we simply need to restore the heart's decarbonize the colonial minds, and reforest the souls of all people in the world. We need to really respect nature. We need to really understand the integrity of ecosystems. And we really need to value the ecological communities that exist in our biosphere. Why? Because this is Mother Nature, and she is a source of life, our life. A Amazônia é esse lugar que tem a maior biodiversidade do, do mundo, que tem o maior reservatório de água doce do mundo, que tem a maior floresta tropical 
e, e ali está como o pulmão do mundo. Né? Esse que garante o ar, que garante a água para o mundo inteiro. Então, tem que ser a responsabilidade de todas as pessoas. Muita gente está falando em, em novas tecnologias, em plantar mais milhares e milhares de árvores. Só que se não houver o, o, a descolonização do pensamento das pessoas, se não houver né, esse espírito de solidariedade, né, essa, essa visão comunitária entre as pessoas, nada disso vai resolver. As pessoas vão continuar com essa ganância de pensar somente em atender a demanda do capitalismo. Então, é preciso restaurar a, a, os corações, descarbonizar a mente e reflorestar a alma de todas as pessoas. O investimento na, né, é, tem que ser um investimento na, no espírito, né, no modo de vida das pessoas, aliás, no, nos pontos de da, da, na visão das pessoas em relação a garantir a diversidade né, e respeitar os modos de vidas. Olha, a gente vive nessa relação harmônica, respeitosa com a Mãe Terra, né? porque ela é que garante a vida. Então, acho que não somos nós que temos que mudar, mas quem tem que mudar é o sistema. Né? A forma como os chefes de governos atuam para garantir somente os lucros, o dinheiro. Né? É, preciso, é preciso investir também agora nesse esse respeito né? a a, a esses povos que milenarmente vêm dizendo que é preciso respeitar o meio ambiente. Né? Então, nós estamos do lado certo. Precisamos que mais pessoas compreendam isso, se reconecte com a, com a natureza, né? para poder a gente garantir a vida no planeta. Thank you for listening to our Natural Intelligence Worldwide podcast. You can find us at naturalintelligence.com forward slash worldwide. Have a beautiful day.